What's up, stoners? Welcome back to another episode of That Budtender Podcast. That's right, it is our holiday episode, and I have a really special guest. She is my cousin. She's my blood. Her name is Nicole Coulon. She is a fabulous actress, writer, bud tender. She does a little bit of everything, and she is my partner in crime. I've known her my entire life. It was a really special episode to get to record with my family for the holidays. We have so many fun memories that we're going to be chatting about, discovering weed together, becoming bud tenders. We go into some of our family's dynamic around the holidays. We also get into to cannabis and creativity. We talk a little bit about our individual writing processes and about finding your cannabis family. We also introduce the cannabinoid CBN and THCV in this episode. So if you haven't heard about CBN or THCV, I think you're going to really enjoy learning about these cannabinoids and how you can start incorporating them into your lifestyle. Yeah, it's just, it's a really fun trip down memory lane. Seeing that it is our holiday episode, I also wanted to share a little gift with you guys. I know I've mentioned the delivery service MJ on the podcast because I love them and they're awesome. And so if you guys have never tried them before and you're in the LA area, go ahead and write this code down. It is B-I-A-N-C. 3243. That's going to get you $20 off your first order through heymj.com. I'll say it again. The code is B-I-A-N-C-3243. Enjoy, my friends. Be lazy. Be merry. Order your weed online. I hope you're with a loved one or two. I am sending so much magic and joy through this microphone into your ears, right to your cerebellum. Take it with you. Enjoy the day. And I really just hope you enjoy the show. So without further ado, my cousin, Nicole Coulon. I told myself... I could smoke this blunt. Yeah, <laughs> we are huddled around the same microphone. You know, I thought Santa came early in the form of myself by buying myself the second mic and luckily I did because the first one went to shit so we're back at square one but it's okay because I mean this is it this is rock bottom right <laughs> you use what you have. we can only go up from here and frankly if I had to be huddled around with anyone it would be you my cousin Aww, thanks look at this oh she laid down in I'm a way where... laid down position close to the mic Am I still hitting my numbers? I don't know. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no. I think you can lay down and and you can just project. I'm sorry. I it's know. a podcast. I it's know. all audio. <laughs> it's weird. I'm used to video as well to express myself. I talk with my hands. I use them. Well, I was going to say <laughs> also as an actor, it's like you're taught everything smaller for television. On, yeah. On, on camera. camera. In theater, it's hit the back of the audience. <laughs> um, but yes, on camera, it's like, make that smaller. Yes, and here we're like, I'm just asking you to scream, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, your cat is like, what's the emergency, girls? Please. 
I would love just to know what he thinks about. It's probably close to your guesses. You guys are very close and spend a lot of soul-searching time together. Well, he's my familiar. Aw, what does that mean? So, it's what witches have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nice. So, like, Salem was Sabrina's familiar. Did you learn this on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I did learn this on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. On the new one with your girl. Kiernan, yes. Kiernan Shipka, yes. She is awesome. I actually really like the remake and they talk about familiars and it's essentially like your your like spirit animal partner in life. This Aww. yeah. And it has to be an animal. It does have to be an animal. You're familiar? Okay. So you're actually being released on Christmas Day. How do you feel about that? Yay! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Wow, we need this time for ourselves. Um, It's been a crazy year. It's hard to even celebrate. How do we feel? What's going on? How Um, do you feel? I mean, I feel good to be on this episode with you because we have our cousin time and honored for you to have me. Of course. Um, Honor for you to be here. And yeah, I'm just glad we're both in LA for the holidays so we have yes. each other. It would have been a lot to go back to New York, but I do miss it and wish I could wish we could be with everyone at the same time. This holiday season's not about presents or no. money. Um, because that's a joke right now, but just about appreciating each other and the love that we do have. Yeah, true that. I wanna get into your story. I don't want it to be overshadowed. By the holiday Don't season. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, you're doing great on your podcast. I'm sure it'll continue for a while. If I'm a reoccurring guest, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about Ooh, it sometime down the line. I'm sure you will be. Um, Do you remember the first time you ever saw weed? Yes, of course. Um, I found it under my mom's bed, and I was so scared. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was bad in my mind. For some reason. Why were you looking under her bed? Yeah, I know. I'm a snoop. I don't know. I was just like, no one was there. I wanted to check around, I guess. And then I called Sarah upstairs, my little sister, and was like, can you believe this? Mommy has drugs under the bed. <laughs> and I thought we were going to be on Jerry Springer for this. Hilarious. I thought it was like some huge deal. But yeah, and then I tormented Sarah by making her come get scared with me and take a look. Take a close look. How um, old were you? I don't know. I guess I was probably like... 11 11 that feels yeah. right yeah so then that would make sarah six so so inappropriate oh my God, seven that is <laughs> so young well that was my first time seeing we too was and- it and my mom's yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't okay. gonna say her name uh <laughs> Ooh, shout out secret <laughs> secrets original hippie but yeah that was my first time was you showing me that exact tin and being hilarious. like, look. Still has the tin. Yeah, still has the tin. And I think the same confusion of just like, well, what do we what do we with this? What are we dealing with here? Yeah. Yeah. And then when did you just start smoking? Um, like literally two years later. Yeah, I know. It wasn't that much <laughs> later, which is so crazy of how much your mind changes. For me, it was literally like that fifth grade changed to like middle school it was like I wanted to be a goody two-shoes like yes 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 answer all the things president of the class anything I can do and then I just totally changed my ways and I was like actually I don't even trust you guys I don't know what I'm doing here I know better than you you started the crew and we started the crew first actually we tried cigarettes the boys in seventh grade were smoking cigarettes and we were like okay we're gonna be cool 
we'll order a pack from them. So they got us a pack. We each had one. We didn't even inhale. We were just like, <laughs> um, yes. and then that was just like for a week. And then eventually somebody was like, oh, this person has weed. Like we're going to smoke at this party. And we were like, okay. So we try to just start to kind of prepare mentally for like, we're going to try this. But yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it didn't really become like something I was like thinking about or really benefiting from or wanting to do a lot until end of high school like yeah college well your high school boyfriend smoked a lot of weed yes and at the time I was so judgmental really you're gonna smoke by yourself really <laughs> cool don't call me yeah I was a bitch but now I, it's the total opposite I don't even think he smokes anymore <laughs> and That's I'm like oh so I'm by funny. myself perfect let me smoke and relax yeah he definitely just gave us weed at yes. once we were like really that we enjoyed it too he would be like yeah happy to be like okay I'll bring the weed then we'll yeah yeah yeah, because before that, I really didn't have access to it. And then after that, when he really went off to college. Yes. Yeah, we had to fend for ourselves. Which is also really funny to think of. Well, I just had one memory of we were on Long Island, mm-hmm. walked to the Taco Bell, <laughs> I think it was, or something. Mm-hmm. We walked to, or Kajini's maybe, parking lot. Oh my god, yes. Picked up the weed. Kajini's. And then... Started walking back, realized the cop car was following us. My jaws dropped. I'm like, what's going to happen in the story? I was well, there. we were convinced. We were like, oh my God, they know what we did. They know <laughs> what we did. Probably and it ended up like, not being us at all. And course, like, of course, yeah. it was totally fine. But just like, it's been so long. It's, it's so different. So different. Our life is blessed in terms of this yeah. plant. <laughs> but also, side note, like, what? we had to grow up with the beginning times being like you know we got to fight through this figure this out find someone whereas like now the young people and especially here don't have to do that at all we didn't even get to that point like they they're just like oh i think i want to make a smoke weed let me go to the store and then like get the lowest price and make me give them like the best stuff and like it's just it's so crazy they just get things so easy <laughs> the entitlement now and i don't want to pay taxes on it and ugh, i don't want to pay taxes <laughs> yeah me either bro you're bud tending at the moment. So why why don't we talk a little bit about also how you got into bud tending? Because you've been doing it since like 2016. So yeah, I snuck my way into the green easy, kind of the same way you did. Someone was leaving. Michelle was going down to one day a week. Big Moosh! Big Moosh, shout out. I don't know if she wants to shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I slowly st- started to work her like Mondays and then... She moved on, and I worked more days, and I covered more days, and then I was working there. Yeah. That was my job. It was, you you had an insidious approach. (laughs) (laughs) See, we could have a whole conversation without really explaining what we're talking about, so that might be confusing, but insidious was a big moment of our smoking past down memory lane, and this is why she's bringing it up. Yes. Um, We were basically, what, obsessed with finding the definition? Well, we were watching, we were stoned out of our minds, and we were about to watch Insidious, and we were like, what does Insidious mean? (laughs) And so we Googled it and read it a million times. Do you remember (laughs) the definition? It's like a slow, approaching, ominous, something, something. Yes, a Slow-moving, ominous figure. Yeah. Which describes it really well, the movie itself. But it just, it reminds me of the times of us being like 19, 
and just you, we would get so high yeah. off of anything we smoked. We were literally so just true. smoking bowls back yeah, and forth. Yeah, we just packed a bowl, smoked it, and then we're so high after like one hit. We would just laugh and laugh and everything so many was the best. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. Everything was heightened. It was back when my legs would still like turn jello. Do you know that? Yeah, you know what I yeah. Mean? So Nicole's had the interesting task of bartending as well as budtending. I mean, the the similarities, I'm sure, are many between bartending and budtending. I mean, just them wanting you to be their therapist is the only definite crossover. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because, I mean, people drinking are rowdy and violent and people smoking are like, I just want to feel better (laughs) it's not and with a dispensary you're they're taking their stuff and then going home to medicate usually except Mm. in the the occasion of the cafe which would be more where you also worked or i also worked which is more like yeah you give them the products and are with them the whole time they're experiencing whatever they chose to smoke or an edible or whatever it was Mm -hmm. and then when you're bartending you're also watching the slow decline of a person get (laughs) getting Mm. more and more drunk I'll admit we've gotten it wrong from time to time with our own friends and family. Uh, yes, that, that has happened. <laughs> Sometimes you do bring something to, let's say, you're there on Christmas vacation and you have a sister dinner, for example, <laughs> and you oh tell gosh. them to just eat a little bit and sometimes people don't listen or sometimes you... Or sometimes you say, yes, this is for later um, when you're home and then they say, well, should I just eat this right now? I'm just going to eat this right now. And then some like appetizer comes out and it's really greasy and fatty and yeah. it like increases the THC that you just consumed and it makes it even more <laughs> intense and yeah. Right. They could have a different experience than you first um, imagined. Than you hoped for them. Right. I do definitely always tell people we're all different. Like, every system is different. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is how I responded. This is how I know some other people responded. But you have to really, you know, test things Mm -hmm. out. Different strains, terpenes, edibles, different everything. And then you're like, oh, this really works for me. Why? Blah, blah. But yeah, I don't. I definitely slow. You know, I don't. (laughs) I never want people to go overboard. We by accident drugged someone at Birdie's bachelorette party. You did? Joanna. Oh, yeah. Wait, well, it's not just... that we did. It's no, just... she asked, though, right? She, uh, no, obviously. She okay. knew it was with her consent. She would... Well, that's the thing. People want to partake, especially I feel like when we're together and they mm-hmm. know we're the cousins who've bud-tended. And... <laughs> and if it's an option for them, they're like, okay, that could be fun. But it's also California medical marijuana even us smoking a lot in New York and then coming here the first time we tried it was wild. We came to California kind of around this time. It was beginning of January and we thought it would be warm. It's not. When we first visited, that was the first time we smoked like Cali weed. Exactly. We got the full experience. (laughs) Remember Fiona? Let's get the (laughs) cinnamon. Let's get the cinnamon. She was so anxious. She like could not wait. She just wanted to do it already. She was dry heaving on the flight. Remember? Oh gosh. That's terrible. That's a long flight too to be like uncomfortable on. Um, But we got here and we went to Venice because we had to see the Pacific, even Mm -hmm. though it was cold. We yeah, we had to put our feet in. We put our feet in. One of those guys in the green scrubs Mm -hmm. came about. You got your weed card, like holding up a big marijuana leaf. Exactly. So we followed him. You got the weed card. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. I wish I had the picture. Oh my god. I hope it's gone forever and ever and ever and ever oh my god that's so funny and then we 
sent you into a dispensary. Yeah, we well, didn't even like get I, to I go had in. To do everything myself. Well, you're the oldest. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, that's how it goes. Oh, and you guys were cursing me out because I was bringing back weed chocolate, yeah. and you and Sarah like, are you really bringing that? No, we no, were no. so mad. And then we had that great night at the gay club for your birthday <laughs> with the weed chocolates. <laughs> yes, at Splash. Splash. <laughs> yeah, that was a really great. It was Kiva chocolates, I think. Yeah, the fucking Kiva, Kiva kills it. There we go. First experience. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was also the night you thought you lost your phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was the first night Denise met you. Yeah, the first night I, I met Denise. Oh so fun. God. I was dancing my heart out. As Sarah yes. and Jonathan wound up staying till like 5 a.m. We yes. left at whatever. And I called her, I guess, on your phone in the taxi. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know where my phone is. You have to go find my phone in the bathroom. <laughs> so her and Jonathan are like in the bathroom, like on the floor searching. They're like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm like, oh my God. The cab driver is like, can you calm down? I'm like, you don't understand. I never lose my phone. That was a prideful thing for you. Yeah. I I kept repeating it like oh. I don't there's about turns out all of a sudden my butt starts vibrating I'm like oh it was in my back <laughs> pocket my bad oh my god Kiva 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 probably chocolate. just one little five milligram piece yeah. that got me like that meanwhile I was always the opposite of like if I forgot my phone forget it it's, yes you always wanted to leave it in the dust me. you're like oh, if it's gone it's meant to be it's gone I'm like it just it says it's right there we can walk two blocks and get it I, I know. When you were at Halloween. Halloween. I was you snooky. Were snooky. I took a lot of shots. Listen, it was <laughs> my best Halloween ever. Jersey Shore was at the height of its, like, success, right? Yes, it was everywhere. Everybody wanted to buy me a shot. Yeah, everybody loved her because she's short. She looked like Snooky. We did the tan. It was the a whole thing. The whole thing. She, did you, like, lose your shoes at the end of the night? You had, like, slippers on? Oh. Um, Probably. Yeah. I know I woke up with like eyelashes all over my face and thank God my phone because you made us run out go of the back. cab and yeah, go back. Yeah, we're in the cab. She's like, I'm like, where's your phone? She's like, oh, I, I put it down at the bar. Yeah, yeah, it's at the bar. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we have to go to, no, let's go home. We're already let's on our way. We're on the way. I'm like, get out. It's one block behind us. Hello. your phone. And yep. then I had to run down the street as a drunk Snooky. As a drunk Snooky. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Denise, I feel like it's appropriate that we speak about friendship on this episode. There we go. It's the holiday episode. And really, it goes also up memory lane because we went from like kind of the random people, the parking lots, the hand slides of how we get our weed back in the day to then at some point our friendship with Denise and Cairo. That was really founded on our love for cannabis. Right. Our weed supply and our love supply for friends that we hung out all the time. Great time. It was a really special time. I do feel like cannabis just brings people together. Definitely. I also feel you're able to let down your walls or as we say, take the mask off. (laughs) Yes. We also do a gesture of um, our hand on top of a fist, yep. slowly coming off. Picture your one hand on top of your fist, covering your fist, and then slowly, slowly bring it back. Bring it back to reveal the fist. <sighs> it's your true self. <laughs> oh, God. It's the things we think about. But, but yeah. Cannabis did that. Yeah, still it, it rings true. And then we went on vacation with them. We went to Jamaica. We went to Jamaica. Where they also love cannabis. 
Oh my god, do they love me? This is the realest one. This is the realest one. The realest one. Everything was enjoy yourself. It was just one of my favorite. If I think back about like one of the dopest smoke sessions, I would say us on the boat. Yes. Sailing out. Right? We were going to go snorkeling. So beautiful. The water was beautiful. They just kept rolling another one, kept rolling another. It was always the realest one. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> they and had then, the, uh, the clear bottom floor so you, so you could, could see, see the starfish. Ocean, and yes. Cairo pointed out the starfish and then they kept calling him Starboy. It was a great trip. It was great incredible. Literally, I think we bought the trip because it was wintertime in New York. Yes. Super stoned. To forward to, yeah, being in the sunshine and the beach where we could smoke on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. We definitely stone made that decision and bought those tickets, probably. Yeah, it was a Groupon. <laughs> oh, <They> okay, <laughs> yes. It was like a couple's Groupon and we went as a couple and they went as a couple. Probably. We went, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Normal cousin stuff. Good times. In addition to bud tending, you're also writing and acting and producing alongside your writing partner, Birdie. Shout out to Birdie. Love you, girl. So just act together and then started to write. And then we did it mostly on Skype while she was still in New York. But now she's in LA as well. She's Mm -hmm. also a lover of cannabis. So she was very excited for that move. You know, also worked at a shop. Also worked at a dispensary, yes. Uh, It also plays a part in our writing, for sure, with our characters. And then once she moved here, write even more often, be able to then produce those either, like, skits or episodes that we wrote, Mm -hmm. you know, make them happen. Do you move forward writing in a world where this pandemic is happening? Or... Do you completely ignore it because this is your own fantasy world and you guys can create whatever it is that you want? Yeah. Well, this is still so new. Yeah, it's kind of easy to ignore it if we want to and be in the fantasy world because that's where all of our experience is easy to draw from. Just right. a time before this. Definitely a weird time where people are trying to add it into what they're creating and like embrace it, make it a part of it. Where we can and have a little bit. But yeah, it's also kind of fun to escape it. Yeah, I'd rather escape it right now. I think we all would. It's really exciting. So you guys for 2021 are going to start releasing more stuff. Yeah, we're going to start releasing short like bits from what we've done so far, like shorter clips from the full episodes or full sketches. We have some like fake infomercials that are fun. Yeah, we just go out there, have fun. Um, it's it's reminiscent of this kind of Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Kind of just like random characters. Wow, so kind. Yes. Well, love yeah, them. like these recurring <laughs> yeah, characters. Yeah, we, we don't like throw them away when we're done. We kind of are like, oh, and then where would they be when this happened? And where would they be when this happened? And it's just a, a nice bounce off of each other where we can kind of mm-hmm. always add to the other person's idea and just make it bigger and bigger. And then to be able to actually film it with the help of you and lovely mm-hmm. people and our yeah. friends and family who are amazing and help us actually make it happen. It's then fun. we get to like see it all come together and yeah. a final product from like, you know, remembering when we were writing in the room to then seeing what it looks like at the end. It's been so cool and it's just yeah, it's been like a new dream that I didn't even know I had that I was kind cool. of like forced into because I was dropped from my agent and <laughs> like told that there wasn't a good time for me acting wise. So right. I put a fire under my butt like in another way, but it's a blessing. Because it's like who are they to tell you when's a good or not good time I know for you to pursue your dream. Right. Like, yeah. And it just made me look at it in a different way and I, I don't know if I would have if they didn't right. drop me. So so I'm grateful. It's it's all cool. I, I love this so much more honestly. 
you said something that was really beautiful earlier. We were talking about uh, Charlie and Lily, which are the characters. And yeah, we were talking about representation. We were talking about representation of cannabis consumers in the media and how a lot of times it's this one note character and everything they do is for weed or based around that idea. Um, right. Yeah, like what we're seeing on TV and movies. If it's there's like the one stereotypical stoner, that's what you're used to seeing. Then they mm-hmm. are this type of way, which is like right. forgetful and always stoned. The James and... Franco's sure, sure, yeah, Express, which is great and hilarious and rings true yeah. in a lot but, of and ways. Now, and there were so many before him. It's like right. it was Cheech always the way they used it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like that. In this, it's definitely a part of their lives. They definitely use it when they can and will. Experiment with different things, use different things. They're not afraid to to try stuff or like self medicate, and it's shown in there. But it's not like the only thing about them. They right. have yeah other things going on. It's you can be so many things, which is closer to I think a cannabis consumer's real life because we've seen it day yeah. in and day out. Like people are living their lives. Our patients are doctors and lawyers. It totally depends. Every different age and race and type and job. It's it's everybody smokes weed. Is that something that the dispensary really opened your eyes to? Yeah, something that I uh, definitely learned while I was working here doing that. It was it was awesome. I loved seeing all the different people and all the people that were so excited, especially older people that never got this opportunity. It's like, I can't believe this. Like, you have a place like this. You have products. Like, how great. And, like, just I love the people that are so appreciative and happy to be there. It's so sweet. And it's just like, yes, you deserve it. Enjoy. How great mm-hmm. is this? And yeah, it's just so many different people and it's something to like bond over. It's something to share. It's, it's been such a positive thing. So it's unfortunate that people look at it in this one really narrow minded way. Yeah. I appreciate what you guys are doing. I do have to ask what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Well, it was definitely involved (laughs) in our writing process. We would keep the writing going and being like, oh, okay, let's smoke on this. Expand. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll smoke a little bit, think a little more, write something else, change it, go back. You know, it's definitely like a part of it. But then my partner, Birdie, got pregnant Mm -hmm. and it did change it because that was that element was kind of taken out. But it was still cool. It was like, all right, a different. Would you still go take a smoke break or no? You were like, not really. I mean, no, I I probably would. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I probably would. Sometimes. I mean, I probably went longer. I, I, at the beginning, I really forgot. I would just be like, pass. And then I'd be like, oh my god, I keep doing this. So a little bit. Probably not as much, but, but yeah. I can't say I stopped completely. I'd love to know any favorite moments, bud tending. <laughs> um, it's exciting to be with some people that I used to work with that I love and have learned so much from. And now working with some newer products and still learning from them. And it's always exciting to see them. And then meeting the new people. Honestly, they're all amazing. Everybody on the team is so sweet and artistic in their own way and knowledgeable and just cool. Yeah. Really cool people to work with. So I definitely appreciate that. And then whenever patients come in and are really appreciative or had a good experience or just give you that extra, like, how's your day? Thank you so much. It's like, oh, love you. All I could ask. So sweet. Makes it. When it's like a genuinely nice interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm like, this is great. And I feel like I would say that for most shops, it's like usually an eclectic group of like very creative Mm -hmm. people that are working behind the cash register. Yeah. It's definitely been a great way to get to know 
people make friends, but also connections in the, yeah, just creative world. Right. Green Easy, the cafe, my new place, everyone. I'm like, oh, want to work with this person? Want to work with this person? Can't wait to create something with that person. Want to yeah. learn from this person? Like, really amazing people. That's what I feel the most grateful for. LA is very collaborative. Remember when you knocked the whole jar of, like, <gasps> what was it? Lemon OG? I think something. it was a lemon OG, yeah. And it shattered on the floor. And Danny and I <laughs> went over it and picked out the nugs, nugs that, that didn't, didn't have glass. Yeah, and Mike was like, you really shouldn't smoke that. And mm-hmm. we're like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is it's so much so, weed. Yeah, like this cannot all go to waste. That only happened in like the four years I was there. That only happened once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done by you. Done by me. You'd think it would happen more. You would think it would happen more. a bunch of glass jars on top of a bunch of glass shelves. Why do we? It was just glass on glass top on of glass. glass. Weed and sometimes the, the shelves themselves would start to like fall apart. Like, you would put yeah. it on, and then all of a sudden it's lopsided, and you have, like, 18 jars to juggle. Ugh, or moment, sometimes yeah. you would put the cap on it, and then go and grab it, and it wouldn't really be totally on. It would slip out of down. your... Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah, but I loved it. So, it's our holiday episode, mm-hmm. and we figure some holiday memories nice. since we're a family, and we've spent pretty much every holiday together. Right. At some point, it evolved into... Sneaking out to smoke, going on what people refer to as a walk. Yes, sure. We're going to go on a walk. Pre-dinner, post-dinner. Yes, if we knew we could get a sense, dinner would come out in around 15 mm-hmm. minutes. So we knew this was our opportunity. We would go to the attic, too. We'd go to the attic, which is where I lived. <laughs> and we would smoke that out, which now looking back, it's so funny because I think, like, do we just reek when we would come I, back I know. In? We probably smelled so much. And no one no would one really said, said anything. anything. Everyone was so wrapped up with what was going on with them. Holidays yeah. are crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'd just be, like, so ready for the food. I know. Maybe that, too. Maybe the food drowned it out because there was so much food. I just remember coming back in and we're a big family so there's like tables and chairs set up in every room in addition to the dining room it's like there's a table and chairs in the living room and the kitchen and the basement for the kids (laughs) and ending up at different tables but like still communicating with each other like like saying how much we were loving it and but yeah like had to still communicate like like, "Mm, have you had have you had this just had my bite of corn it's delicious like yeah no one ever yells at us or says anything yeah it was so so loud nobody cared they just (laughs) too much going on which is great it makes for a very free environment to grow up in yeah it really it really did i mean we used to i was telling a friend recently when (laughs) we would get high in the attic and then sprinkle down like creatures <laughs> creatures of the night creatures of the night down to look for snacks and just eat all of our great aunt's snacks that she had just bought <laughs> when did you start saying aunt i guess is my instead question instead of aunt yeah uh, <laughs> if i'm saying or do you switch it up i switch it up yeah if i'm speaking to aunt margie or aunt donna i'm gonna uh-huh. say aunt margie aunt donna yeah. i guess if i'm just saying the word aunt Interesting. I would just say aunt. Because yeah. then if I say aunt... People think you're talking about a bug? Do they? I don't know. I've only said aunt. So I'm like, <laughs> I guess I should say aunt. I don't... I think people. it's just like vase or vase. I think it's the yeah. same shit. What do you caramel, say? Caramel. Caramel. Oh. I, I say, say caramel. caramel. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, I would think we would pretty much say the same thing on most, but you got me with the aunt. <laughs> Sorry, but... Anyway. But yeah, yes. we would just like munch on everything and... Go back for seconds. 
just like, yeah, probably were so loud knocking things over, doing whatever we could to get the snacks, and we thought we were like so sneaky. So sneaky. But really, she was just t- worked the whole day, tired, knocked out, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> we're like, we're sneaking around, and nobody cared. It's so funny, like, that evolution, I guess. And everybody has yes. their own evolution. I guess the evolution with munchies has changed. We used to like, Oh, eat so much food re- after we smoke. I remember thinking I had discovered Oreo cheesecake during one munchie <laughs> session. There was cheesecake in the house and Oreo, so I was just dipping the Oreo in the cheesecake so and being like, oh, "Why isn't this a thing?" But it's, it is. A thing. You're like, I just dissented. Yeah, delicious. Where now, I guess, I mean, if we behave that way, every time we smoke, we would be morbidly obese. We would have to tape our ankles up. We would have to tape our ankles up, like the six hundred pound life girl. Yeah, when either of us gets hard on ourselves about. <laughs> well, what we've been eating or how healthy we've been we go do you tape your ankles up but do you tape no just Sorry. answer me do you tape your ankles no no i don't tape my ankles yeah it's now, hard out um, here though in my old age and what you eat what you munching on i'm just you know uh change my ways i actually love to smoke to digest i mean obviously I smoke before i eat too sure. <laughs> it's like i literally need to smoke i can't eat until i smoke like <laughs> it's like workaholics that was also a big part of our lives in our early 20s in our early stoner phases was yeah, watching like workaholics people we were really good friends with on the shows that we were watching it was like really catered to our lifestyle it all <laughs> lined up with the lifestyle even though our fucking show. landlord in astoria was such a dick yes he did not line up with our lifestyle a sexist like traditional man we'll just man. leave it at that oh my god it would be like this time <clears throat> of the year it'd be literally snowstorms like it is right now and we would have to go for a faraway walk outside yeah secret garden secret garden B&E B&E because we had to break in and enter to stoop get into kids. that one stoop kids we had our spots it, it was, our it was spots. fun honestly I'm glad we had it. Yeah. It was an adventure. You don't need it so easy as a kid. You have it easy, easy, easy as a kid like they do now? No. You're going to be a brat. You need to earn it. You need to earn it. It's, It's good to earn it. It was. I'm glad we earned it. Although now I'm very grateful for where we're at. Yeah. We're in my living room, nice and warm, mm-hmm. and I have smoked and no issues. No issues. God bless California. God bless. What would be your biggest takeaway from bud tending? Maybe for someone who's like interested moving forward, it's an essential business. So regardless mm-hmm. of what happens, yes. like I mean that there is are jobs. a very cool part of it because there's no bartending jobs out there Ooh. for me. This was something that was actually a safe job option right now during the pandemic because it's an essential business. So that's a pretty pretty cool thing. Yeah, I think it's it's such a new business and a new world it's like you know the beginnings of it so there's so much to learn and so many places you can grow in so you know just being there and putting yourself out there and like learning it you could be like oh I could really go down this path or I could really work with this company or you know so I don't know there's opportunities there and great people to meet and people to help and products to help you and yeah, it's honestly all been positive. Like, uh, of course, it's it's really just the interactions with really um, whew, people that, with some issues, some yeah. negative energy, like that, you know, with any dealing with the public, any moments like that, it's... Um, it's unavoidable. Unavoidable. But, you know, you just make the best of it and try to be kind when you can and walk away when you need to. Walk away when you I need to. I had to walk to. away from a guy the other day, yes. Did you? I, I, it was had nothing to do with weed. It was just he ignored me i said like hi how are you whatever do you need anything he looked at me then like 
kind of like whatever rolled his eyes looked the other way and walked away for sure so you keep looking around the store and when you actually do want something i'm not going to come over and help you because <laughs> you were so rude to me so, so rude. i was like for my own sanity i'm walking away from this person yeah and he can you know good luck hopefully find someone but if not you shouldn't have been rude. Sometimes you just got to teach lessons out there. That's true. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> We're doing the Lord's work. But on the Lord's birthday the a Lord's lot of the day. times. Yeah. Dispensaries never close. Yeah. Dispensaries never close. Never close. We work on New Christmas. Year's day. One of my worst days. Worked on Thanksgiving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't realize that either, but like a lot of bed tenders are constantly making those sacrifices mm-hmm. too of not being yeah. with their families and it's usually same hours, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. If you're lucky, maybe they'll close early. Yeah, if you have, like, really nice owners, I guess. But, yeah, I guess there's the, the good and bad of being a central business. <laughs> it's, like, good, you won't lose your job during a pandemic, bad, you're probably gonna have to work on Christmas. Right, because the people need the weed now more than ever. <laughs> yes, we want to make sure we supply it. If COVID were in a thing, and we had Andy Cohen's number and could actually make this happen... Who would you want to spend the holidays with out of the Housewife franchise? Okay, so I would choose Sonia, one of our faves. Always a fun time. It's like, there's something about Tamara I, like, want to hang with her. You've always loved Tamara. I've always loved her. I think she's gorge and just, like, a fun time. I will always take this away with me. She said, just lift, never fill. Mm. I'm talking about plastic surgery, facelifts. Um, and I think she looks great. Fill. She looks great. Honestly, I also always loved Bethany. I don't know, maybe that's controversial. No, Bethany's Is great. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. I think she would keep everyone laughing. Yeah, keep she it could light. make fun of herself and have fun, but was such a business bitch and teaching those <laughs> lessons too. Her quote was, "Don't ever assume anyone else is smarter than you are." <gasps> Don't ever assume anyone else is smarter than you are. Like, that knows better than you do. Like, Like, trust your gut. Like, trust yourself first. Okay, yeah, I like that. If someone's you question uh, yourself for a sec. Successful or older or this, like, oh, they must know better. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. no. I like those. I would add to that Lisa Rinna, Mm because I think she's super fun. We would never stop dancing. That would be fun. COVID cows. Burn some of the COVID cows. I would also say Teresa. Oh, okay. Because she could cook for us. Yes, yes. And it would be just like being back home with a big Italian feast. We have the comfort food. Yes. I would also say Dorit for fashion. Maybe we could try on her outfits. I can't fit into Her accessories. I could try on her accessories. I couldn't, but... She has got to have some pieces that are, you know. <laughs> that are a little. Yeah, yeah, we'll stick with it. I have a little uh, give. Yeah. I feel like also, fuck, it's like you don't watch Potomac. It's This is a real issue I for know. me. It's an issue in our relationship. I have to start watching Potomac. It's causing like a strain in our relationship. I'll start it. But it's like, do you want me to start Below Deck or do you want me to start Potomac? Oh, God. I think Potomac is more realistic because for yes, because for below deck, you have below deck, below deck Mediterranean and below (laughs) deck sailing. Damn. And you think they're all like, (laughs) no, not don't skip one. I can't like a show with a lot of content. I mean, I started 90 Day Fiance because the content was endless, you know, and you're still watching it, right? I mean, yeah, there's some I can always find. Same with like Love Island. Another one. For me, it was during the pandemic with the blow decks. I have a segment called the re-up. 
three up. And it's basically stuff you put your stamp of approval on. The good old Lily Aldrin. I was just going to say. Stamp of approval. Your favorite word for cannabis. Okay, I'm going to go with flower. Love. Pretty, cute, and it gives some respect. Also, um, kind of poetic. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite artist to listen to at the moment when you smoke or get high? Um, I've been listening to the new Miley, but it's not really about being high. Not that what it has you? to be, because she's apparently quit weed, right? Didn't we hear that? She apparently is sober. She wants to be present in every moment. Mm, I right. think she rode a wave. Yeah. And who fucking knows? So Honestly, weird. she could be getting high right now. It's like yeah, these people say whatever they want to like yeah. us and we just like eat it up. Yeah. Um, really an artist I always love after I smoke or eat an edible would be like Tame Impala. Groovy, trippy. They and then it yeah a few times now and it, they always have the coolest backgrounds and lights and it just is so fun to watch. It just makes it ten times better. They're amazing. So, yeah. We did the chocolate shrooms at Coachella right before Tame Impala started. You did. Yeah. Oh, Danny and I. Yeah, the rest of it melted in her sock. The rest of it melted in her sock. That's right. (laughs) We snuck it in and then I made her come with me to see Jay Belvin and dance and stomp. What's your favorite stoner movie of all time? Okay, I would say Recommended by America. Smiley um, Face with Anna. Face with Anna Faris. Yes. So, so funny. Um, and just perfect stoner movie, yeah. It's really, really good. She gets super high and eats her roommate's cupcakes, which end up being edibles, but she didn't right. know. And so she gets the munchies and hungry for more cupcakes after she's had a cupcake and winds up eating the whole thing. All the cupcakes. Even though she's a normal, more functioning stoner probably at that point, but I mean, she also There's had a limit like for everything. 500 milligrams. Yeah. I remember eating 90 at the Green Easy one night. Wow. It was like we had an hour before we closed. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this will kick in once. You remember this? This will kick in once I'm home. It's going to take a couple hours. Mm -hmm. Nope. Kicks in within 30 minutes. I'm still helping patients. And then I couldn't close out because the screen, the tablet looked like ants. All the numbers were just walking, (laughs) just walking over the screen. And I was just like, I can't do this. And I sat down. Oh my god, so many like, Mike, you're gonna have to finish this for me. Yeah. He was so mad. I shouldn't obviously be that high at work where now <laughs> right, I can't do right, my job. Right. But <laughs> it did hit very fast. Much quicker than Way usual. quicker than I thought it would. Oh, also I did bring the new CBN gummies, wild <gasps> gummies, for Ooh. us to try. I was just gonna ask, so what are your favorite cannabis brands right now since you're in the shop? Yeah, that is a new great one. Any option with CBN is very cool because some people that are a little nervous to smoke really want help with sleep and are unhappy with whatever pills they were prescribed or how like groggy they feel or how they wake up so that's great for those people nice so cbn is a non-intoxicating cannabinoid essentially so similar to cbd in that way but right but it is going to help you actually get to sleep and like stay asleep Mm -hmm. for people that like wake up a lot during the night too because CBN does increase as your weed gets older. 
Right, and so, that's why it's like if you're leaving weed around for a while and you're like, oh, this is a little bit crusty older, but I'm going to smoke it, you're going to feel sleepy. Yeah, if you can't get mm-hmm. to some CBN gummies, but you have some old you flour. Have old weed and you're like, should I smoke this? What, what is the effect going to be? And most likely, yes, it's going to be that. It'll make you sleepier. Sleepy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What else are you um, into? So I also like the Pro Tabs. Um, well, they get away with a really high milligram dose of the tablet in Sativa Hybrid and Indica. So it's 25 milligrams each tablet. Nice. I guess because they market themselves as a concentrate company yeah. instead of an edible. Because usually the cutoff is 10 milligrams a piece and 100 for like the package. So that's cool. You can get a bigger dose. But really the ones I like are the Stimulate the hangover mm. ones are great, too. The hangover ones are excellent. People love that. But the Stimulate has the THCV, so it's one of the only times you got, like, kind of an appetite suppressant. Yes. Not that it's for that. I like it more for, like, focus. Like, mm. it'll just kind of be like, okay, for, like, writing or, yeah, getting stuff done. They also came out with a gum. They brought it to the shop, I guess, recently, but I wasn't there. And they gave samples to people, and they were, like, loving it. Oh, shit. So now I really want to try the gum. A THC gum? Well, it's, like, the same ProTab Stimulate, but in a gum. Oh. So I want to try that. Since it's a holiday episode, what's your favorite holiday movie? Oh, well, for Christmas, Scrooged is a tradition I have to watch every year. Mm -hmm. Love Scrooge, so that would probably be the fave, but... Also love, actually. I wonder what 2021 has in store. Even Elon Musk is smoking blunts, so mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Yeah, he's figuring out how to get us to another planet and smoking weed, so. Right, like, what if when the aliens come, mm-hmm. they only want stoners because they know we're passive and, like, peaceful and <laughs> our minds are expanded? Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I would be like, yeah, good choice, aliens. Let's go <laughs> see this shit. Well, I guess, like, what? Should we do, like, vision boards or something for, like, our New Year's resolution? Do, do we even put the effort into it? Okay, so in the Charlie and Lily world, their version of a vision board will be out for the new year to start the new year off right. Content Yay! out there. So it's coming out January 1st, Ooh. 2021. Yeah, hopefully. That's so exciting. You're going to finally start releasing the content you guys have been working on yes, so hard. Yes, and they do start vision boards. Well, I love a vision board. I haven't in the last couple of years, so part of me feels like I'm to blame for everything that's happened <laughs> that's in so 2020. That's because you introduced me to vision boards <laughs> and how to make them and to start them, and then when you stopped, things really got shitty. Yeah, everything went to shit. I'm sorry, guys. So I guess, yeah, we'll definitely, we gotta get that'll be the perfect inspiration. So January 1st to see what you guys came up with. Well, this is actually a perfect segue into my last segment. Okay. So my last segment is call your plug. So now is your moment to plug anything like your Instagram, Charlie and Lily stuff, wherever people can find it. Okay, sweet. Um, well, my Instagram is is you can find me at my name, Nicole Coulon. Your handle is at nickpicks underscore four. Yeah, nickpicks underscore four. And then for Charlie and Lily's new content coming out, it's going to be at charlie underscore and lily on Instagram. Amazing. And yeah, 
I'll be sharing that and we'll hopefully have stuff out January 1st. That's so exciting. <laughs> I'm so you. proud of you guys. Well, you helped with most of the stuff, so well, thank you. This couldn't is, do it without you. Oh my gosh. No, it's really fun to, to be a part of it and to learn that side of the industry. Good. <laughs> we're always writing new stuff, so I'm interested to see what people think. Yeah. Yeah. Where people want to see them go. It's so exciting. Do you have any um, final wishes for this holiday, this year, how you want to end it? Yeah, I guess I just want to say goodbye to everything that doesn't serve me and open up to new, (laughs) new bright future. I mean, really, I want to be able to see more family and friends next year and hopefully things are in better shape and Mm. and we can actually hug our families. That'd be an exciting goal for hopefully the end of next year. Sounds pretty realistic. Right? Yeah. A year from now, the next holiday season. Yes, hopefully the next holiday season we'll be able to embrace one another physically as well as emotionally, spiritually. Amen. Well, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for having me. My cousin. This is awesome. To everyone out there, happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh. That's the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Bud Tender Podcast. Follow me at The Stone Journalist. Follow the show at That Bud Tender Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and keep getting high, my babies.